0: 94.1 Triple M, it is Dave Fabrecchi on this Thursday morning. Quick piece of music for you. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be back. Oh, that can only mean that we're going to talk uh, planes and travel. And joining me on the phone from the Port Headland International Airport is the Chief Executive, Dave Badich. Hello, David. How are you?
1: Good morning, Dave. How are you?
0: Not too bad. Love a bit of uh, Peter, Paul and Mary in the morning. Um, now, let's talk about what's happening out at the Port Hedland Airport. Now, uh, you've had all manner of upgrades done to the parking and the uh, entryway now for the drop-off zone. Is, that's all complete and underway and has been for some time. But uh, the terminal, the terminal is uh, undergoing a big facelift. What's going on out there?
1: Yeah, so this is the last piece of the of the the jigsaw puzzle and and um, refurbishment of the of the airport. Um, so we the, the terminal is under um, a reconstruction now, I gather, and uh, and we're really excited because this will provide um, a refreshed um, a, a operational facility that will not only cater for you know our current uh, our current passenger throughput, but also for future growth, which. Which we are planning for and expecting, so um, yeah look we're, we're building for the future and, and I think at the end of the project the community will be very proud of, uh, of of their airport. do we have
0: a, a, an estimated completion date for the current terminal upgrade?
1: Yeah, the the full terminal upgrade will be completed uh, around mid-next year, Mm -hmm. um, around June June timeframe, but uh, the first stage will be completed um, in in November and that will provide a new uh, check-in area, very much a larger enhanced check-in area and new arrivals. Um, area as well uh, which we're really excited about because at the moment as everyone understands the the current arrivals area is temporary and it is a bit tight so uh, (laughs) yeah it is we 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 do appreciate everyone's uh, patience uh, during this phase but this is the largest phase of the project so um, and we we hope it's least disruptive Um, however we we are working with the uh, cafe and our airlines um for stage two, which will be the the existing screening point um change and departure area uh change and uh and also the uh cafe so it's a big project for us um uh, and it's a little bit complicated because obviously we're trying to continue with our airline movements and passenger movements whilst all this construction is taking place. Yes, airside
0: doesn't stop for landside at any time. Hey, um, you no. mentioned the uh, the current arrivals hall, which is basically the international arrivals or is, has been used for the international arrivals for the flights uh, between Headland and Bali. And I want to ask you about that. There's been a lot of uh, comment in the community, particularly since Virgin said about six or so weeks ago that uh, there's not enough demand in the community for a resumption of the direct flights head on through to Bali. Um, a lot of community comments saying, well, that's not right. We had the borders down for two years. Um, mm, check mm. out the, the community comment now, please. So, What's the position for the airport for, as far as international travel goes again?
1: Yeah, look, uh, we're, we're, we're working extremely hard with, um, with the community, but also with the airlines in trying to re-establish um, in international connections. Now, um, we've had quite a few meetings with uh, with Virgin. The, the, I guess the landscape, the aviation landscape has changed post COVID. And what what has changed dramatically is biosecurity issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and can I share with you that even if the flights were going ahead in this November, I, I would suggest they would be canceled because of foot and mouth disease out of Bali. So so we're, we're, we're quite conscious that we're still working with the airlines. Um, they haven't taken um the barley schedule off the table completely um it's just at the moment they haven't got the aircraft they haven't got the crews um and and as you know through general media um, the aviation industry is even struggling to keep up with the current um schedule uh so you know any they're not introducing any more capacity in the in the very near future Um, having said that uh I, i can assure everyone that that we um as the airport um we are uh, 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 working towards forming a task force, which will look at uh, trying to reintroduce not just uh, Bali connections but also direct connections to the to the east coast. Um, so, look, you know, we we uh, we we continue to work with um, with the airlines, but there is a strategy behind what we're doing, and there is a process, but it will take some time.
0: Dave, given the uh, the fact that, as you say, the airlines are struggling with um, staffing, particularly in flight staffing, etc., uh, is it more or less likely that we'll resume flights out of Headland to the east coast? I mean, we previously had flights, direct flights to Brisbane, once a week. Um, are we like like more or less likely to resume them before international?
1: Uh, I, look, I think uh, the east coast direct services will resume prior to international. Um, Recent discussions with um, with the major carriers uh, have indicated that uh, early in the new year is the next opportunity to introduce direct East Coast services, um, and and that's our expectation as well. So just just to put it in context, we we know pre COVID um, the uh, the um, highest point of origin, if you like, of, of Of passengers coming through to Port Hedland from the eastern states, Brisbane's number one. Uh, Bali was actually number two, and Melbourne number three. And that's that's the priority that we're putting onto our aviation development strategy. So we're looking at Brisbane very much um, first, and then followed by Bali. But that conversation with Bali can also be done at the same time, concurrently with Brisbane, because that could be that could be a feeder for Bali as well. So. Um, you know, we're trying to do two or three schedules at once, if you like. Uh, but yeah, look, I think, uh, Brisbane, Bali and Melbourne, they're our top three. Um, uh, and, and we're working very closely with the community, uh, stakeholders and the airlines to, uh, to try and bring them back on as soon as possible
0: fantastic Dave uh, can you stay in touch with us here at triple M uh, if anything uh, comes up over the next uh, three to four months I mean I don't don't think we'll be going to Bali for our Christmas holidays direct from from Headland at this stage by the sound of things but uh, hopefully uh, some maybe the first or second term uh, holidays next year could be back on
1: the cards is that uh, what we're thinking at the moment yeah. Look. Yeah, look. I'll definitely stay in touch. Uh, look, we're we're working towards that. The the airline industry is interesting because they well, they work on northern summer and northern winter cycles. <laughs> so 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 funny enough, we have to wait for the northern summer before we can introduce more capacity uh, in, our, in our winter season here, which is you know, early next year. So we don't expect any movement uh, in additional services until about March next year.
0: All right. Dave Badditch is the Chief Executive of Port Headland International Airport. Joining us today on Dave for breaking. Thanks for your time.
1: Thanks, Dave.